Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio, a show featuring people and companies who are making a positive contribution to the world. This show will help you learn how to apply success principles in every area of your life so that you can make the most out of your skills and talents and accomplish more of your goals. To find out more about the show, please visit www.journeytosuccessradio.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio. You can read more about the show at www.journeytosuccessradio.com. My name is Peter Gorl, Vice President of Business Development and Client Relations for TechBlocks, a company designed to help small, medium, and enterprise companies optimize their business in the digital world. A great example of the kind of work we do is the development of self-serve portals that empower our clients' customers by giving them online access to content and information that they'd ordinarily have to dig deeper for through traditional channels of inquiry and call centers. Our special guest today is Alexander Gray, the president and CEO of Skylight Global Incorporated, a world-class real estate investment and online marketing firm. Alexander's success has been featured in publications such as the International Herald Tribune, the New York Times, Toronto Star, and the Financial Times. His personal achievements have also been featured as a success story in Wealth Builder magazine. Alexander is a great guest speaker to the graduating students of Ryerson University's Entrepreneurship Program in Toronto, Canada. His visits have helped students understand real-world marketing, as exemplified by his company's successes for branding and consumer recognition. For real estate investing, Alexander has concentrated his company's efforts in the foreclosure markets of Las Vegas, New York City, and Florida during the recession. However, Skylight Global has prominence in global markets, focusing on national-wide opportunities for its long-term investment strategy. Alexander is also involved in building online membership sites, mobile apps, and offering search engine optimization services for the clients of Skylight Global Marketing and Skylight Global Productions, using the many facets of Skylight Global to unleash his creativity is a hallmark of Alexander's personality. With his new position in Internet Marketing Association's International Executive Committee, Alexander aims to expand his knowledge of marketing in the digital frontier by connecting with the many professionals who engage at IMA's events. He is excited to promote IMA to Canadian entrepreneurs and expand the activities of the IMA to a broader international audience. Alex, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Peter. Pleasure to be here. Wow, I'm telling you, what a roster of things. You're starting to sound like me. You've got so many things on the go. <laughs> I'm sure you have lots to talk about. Um, Perhaps for the case of uh, for the audience's sake, you you tell us maybe a little bit uh, about Skylight itself and and uh, how that how that business came about and maybe some of the premise of the business. 
Absolutely, Peter. Skylight Global is the uh, brainchild that I developed many years ago when I was really focusing on trying to change uh, my career path. You know, I was uh, mostly involved in the health and fitness industry for many years, and as I emerged from that, a lot of it had to do with uh, marketing, and and I'm very was very familiar with that, especially when you run a health club, Uh, the guerrilla marketing, online marketing. Later on, of course, back in the 90s, you know, having a website was more like having a, a website brochure type of website. Right. So, yeah. So so I was looking at, at different ways, and, and I, I found a unique opportunity. And as you mentioned in the intro there, the real estate side. And that was actually what kicked off Skylight Global. Uh, mainly at the time, we call it Skylight Global Investments because we weren't really a slick type of marketing company at the time. We were, we were just mm-hmm. focusing on finding investments for our, our, our real estate buyers to, to purchase. And so I found an opportunity marketing direct to sellers and again, using my, uh, my health club background. That's where all that knowledge kind of flooded in. Door knockers, postcards, flyers, <laughs> all, all of those types of marketing tactics all came into play. Uh, and this time, instead of focusing it, you know, for finding gym gym clients, it was more for, as I, as I mentioned, to find real estate sellers. We did campaigns for buyers too. You know, they tend to okay. to, to hang out same markets. Buyers like to yeah. buy where they usually around where they live sometimes, and so we we did some campaigns that way as well. But Skylight Global came about with at first as a real estate investment company, and that was something that I thought I could dive deep into because real estate can be done in so many different ways. It's, mm-hmm. it's as Donald Trump would say, you know, how's real estate? It's always good. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> true, true. The the thing is, it seems like such a long way from owning a health club to to the kind of business that uh, Skylight Global is. I mean, that's a huge path. I mean, that you you talked specifically about what I consider to be marketing one on one projects. You know, the the uh, the static things. But how did you traverse to your current online state? Well, it didn't happen overnight. It was definitely a, uh, a, a elongated process. It really started with other people asking me, you know, hey, how did you do your website or how did you get that IDX feed onto your website? How did you do that? And there was an opportunity there because I was working with some great people, obviously, at the time, and we all got together and said, you know what, we can actually charge for these services. So, you know, going from real estate to marketing services, and we still do real estate investing. We do it there every day. There's, there's a deal in, in the door every day. Uh, okay. Literally seven days a week, I, I'm looking at, at, you know, five or six deals a day that, that come in from our marketing efforts. It's, it's, it's wonderful. But the, the marketing side of it, the pure, you know, SEO and pay-per-click, and website mm-hmm. development and brand recognition and, and public relations that that came about very slowly uh that w- was just simply by people inquiring you know can you do this for me and when we got together we decided you know this this could this could be a, a great thing and 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 we went ahead and did marketing for it and got clients in and kept growing and as uh, you mentioned in the intro as well our our affiliation with the internet marketing association has just completely skyrocketed our reach and our ability to uh, to promote those services as well. So it didn't happen overnight. It was uh, it was the uh, what they call the, the seven year overnight success story. <laughs> I usually say it takes about ten years, you know, to really be comfortable uh, with an overnight success. That's for sure. But the components right. when I look at when I look at all the components associated with your with your your business, 
and, and, and the geographies that are involved, Las Vegas, New York City. Tell us a little bit more about that, you know, how you even got involved into those territories. It was pure inspiration, just looking at other people who have been walking that path already. I took courses. I didn't just jump into real estate. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I had to study. I had to learn. And uh, I had mentors who were investing in other areas, and I simply uh, followed their lead. Uh, these were places that I was somewhat familiar with, uh, particularly Florida uh, and New York, because they're, they're on the East, Eastern Standard Time and East Coast. I travel these places frequently. And I found that I could own those markets. Not own them, but just... Um, uh, get uh, get get a dent in the in the in the foreclosure market for those places. Uh, some of them, I, I they, they ebb and flow, they they rise, they fall. The markets are great for for certain types of investing strategies, but what really captured me was the fact that you can change your your focus. You can change your abilities in each market. Some days you want to buy and hold. Some days you want to buy and flip. Some days you want to renovate. Sometimes, some days you just want to sell the contract. It all depends on the, the state of the market. So I found that by spreading myself out into those different areas, it just allowed me to ride through those downtimes. Because sometimes, sometimes Vegas would be hot. It would be hot. And then it becomes saturated again because everybody and their uncle wants to flip houses in Vegas. But over in Florida, oh, geez, you know, in Miami-Dade County, there's still always – always going to be competition, but not so right. much. So I was able to to, to, write, to to jump over to that market. And when you have everything set up already, when you have your agents, your investors, other people that you do business with, your lead sources all set up already, it, it's literally just a flip of the switch to go from one market to the other. And you just keep your eye on the markets and the trends and allow yourself to be educated about what's going on around you. That's the key. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. I, I mean... Uh, Obviously, uh, like you say, you, you took courses. You had to learn. I mean, these. When I think about when I think about getting, what shall we say, uh, getting up and at it with the nuances of the market, because I mean, those markets have been shifting over the years. Well, I mean, it's so difficult to try and understand. It's almost like trying to run. Uh, Run a run a bunch of stocks at a, at a broker's house. I, I would imagine. Do you liken it to that, or, or, or is it a different play? It's a different play, my friend. It's a different play. I, I would say, when you're in real estate in the game that I'm playing, the what we would call the wholesalers market. You you you're Costco. You're not right. the end buyer. Okay. You're not the one fixing up the properties and 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 renting them out. You're you're Costco. You're the one that's going to get stuff at wholesale and sell at wholesale prices. That's right. what you. That's the game that I'm playing. So, right. And of course, there's you know all the controversies and laws. And again, you you learn to navigate with it. And, and with every change and challenge that comes from mm-hmm. uh, lawmakers and decision makers about the kind of practice that we do in real estate, comes right. more opportunities. That's what people <laughs> don't get. They say, oh, I guess you shut down ever since they passed that law regarding short sales or whatever. You sit there right. and say, oh, that's fine. When that door closed, three other doors open. It's, it's not a big deal. You just have to know the game you're in and follow up and be part of the community as well. So I, I make a point of, of connecting with other investors and, 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 and sharing, uh, sharing tactics and strategies that have worked and, and looking at trends like the way you mentioned, you know, in a very educated kind of way. But never yeah. do we lock ourselves in like a, like a stock where we buy it, we own it, we're stuck with it. You know, we have to wait until it uh, it changes we don't we don't play that game 
Um, And different market conditions will dictate uh, to what degree and extent we can do that. Uh, Mm -hmm. But even today, after that big recession in 08, we still are finding the similar similar types of opportunities today. It it still can be done. It comes down to your ability to know your market, know your contracts, and know the game you're playing. Understand that you're in sales and understand that you're in marketing more so than anything else. And that's the underpin of all the things that I'm doing right now. If it's a real estate endeavor, a marketing service, or a product that we're going to create and launch, the mm-hmm. underpinning of all of it is marketing, and and that mm-hmm. is something. It's a a consistent theme. When I when I go to do interviews, that's what I ask. Uh, that's what, when people ask me how do I do it. I simply boil my entire business down to a marketing venture. That's what. Yeah. That's the. Uh, I'd I, have to agree with. Uh, I'd have to agree with you. I'm uh, I'm of that I'm of that same mind. I actually have some friends in the fall in the Florida market. Yeah, they classify themselves as snowbirds because they they go down for winter and then come back to Muskoka for for summer. And uh, I remember uh, uh, visiting them uh, back when you know the market took a tipple, and uh, you know they they actually locked in and bought something uh, that was for half price. And I saw the empty empty lots around them and the empty homes around them. And but I've seen a I've seen a, quite a difference in the last few years. Some of that is starting to spring back. Uh, what's your What's your thoughts on the market the way it is right now in Florida? There's definitely an appreciation, and uh, you'll find that uh, when you get hyper local, those prices can change block to block, uh, mm-hmm. county to county, uh, and you have to know your marketplace. I I definitely recommend never buying blind. Uh, you have to know how even one simple change to a street sign can, can, can affect the values going right across the, the railroad tracks, going, you know, a school zone coming into play. All of these things are extremely important and will bat it in your head again. Location, location, location. You, are, <laughs> you have, to know, you have yeah. to know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. Okay, from that perspective, yeah. from an from right. a snowbird's perspective, I wouldn't right. I I wouldn't say that so much for a flipper. I would say that more yeah. for people who are going to buy and hold for a significant amount of time. Right. But when it comes to those projects, if you're not going to rent the property out or turn it into a commercial aspect, and you're going to hold it for yourself, hold it for yourself. Don't sit there and make a business out of it unless you are going to actually charge for your 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 property in some way yeah um yeah. you know and you're going to ride the appreciation well good luck because you don't know you have no idea yeah. what's going to happen in 20 years yeah. so so don't bank on it that way bank on it from the perspective that you'll get in personal enjoyment from it that's yeah. the way the holding side would look uh from a snowbird's perspective that sounds like some great advice um tell me on a personal note i mean how the hell do you keep your sanity running? <laughs> running up? I know, I know the way I work, but uh, I'm thinking about somebody else. I'm interested to know what your personal aspects are on how you keep your sanity running. So many business businesses under the under this guy like Global Brand comes down to great people. Um, you know, I mm. have really wonderful people working with me, and I'm I'm blessed to have them in my life. That's number one. Um, and it's not just the people within the Skylight Global team. It's, all, of course, my wife uh, who uh, makes sure that I'm at my best every day. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, 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 I definitely say uh, that every day you have to be on. And to be on means certain things. It means that your body has to be ready. It means that your mind has to be alert. And it means that your, your, your happiness, your, your general feeling of who you are has to be maintained. 
I find that exercise, regular exercise, is something that keeps me sane and keeps me calm and and ready. So you know, I have a very good regimen. I um, I have you know, I lift my weights four days a week. I have uh, my martial arts training every day. I take a day off once a week. I, I definitely focus in on on the the person that I am, and that allows me then to give more, to be who I am, and do what I do. I didn't know this at first because I was a, I was a novice. When I was a novice, I thought me 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 give give give. I want I want I want. Right. But it, right. that quickly shifted when I saw the game. It quickly shifted to how can I serve people today? How can I do better today? And then you start asking the right questions. Well, mm-hmm. what systems am I going to use on my computer to keep track of leads and make sure that I'm responding to each and every single one of them? How am I going to get on the phone with Peter to run this interview when I've got a million other things to do? You know, and, and I find that, that people are generally better, generally better, I'm not saying this for everybody, but I'm, people are generally better at monotasking than multitasking. And that was another key thing, was being able to, to say no just as much as or more often than saying yes. And your ability I find, to yeah. <laughs> right, I find that right? really difficult. I know exactly. Boy, that resonated with me so so quickly when you said that. And I'm sorry to interrupt you because I just like no, I thought, oh wow, he's talking my language. Like I just wish I knew how sometimes to say no to some of the things that I'd I'd love to help people with. Because I think that when you do put yourself out like like you do and, and I do on a daily basis to to, to help people move along, that there are those there are those things that are going to get you bogged down in the weeds if you're not careful. How do how do you say no? Like I mean, what what kind of triggers do you, are you using, uh, you well, know, psychologically to 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 get you to say no properly? Yes. Uh, so that 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 comes from simply knowing what you're capable of doing and, and what your resources are. So it also comes down to education. But I think another element that we must cover when we talk about this, and it's something that I had to really consciously tell myself so from a psychological perspective, is discipline. You must have discipline. You must be able to, to understand that even if something looks great on paper and it's put in front of you and it's ready to go, if you can't give it your full attention, you don't have and you, or, you, or you can't delegate it within your own mm-hmm. team and you can't, you can't do it, you have to say no. You can't just say yes and then try to sh- shove it in on the weekends or evenings. It, it, it'll, you'll, you'll end up disappointing people and you'll end up yeah. hurting people. And that's what yeah. I don't want to do. That's what I never want to do. So saying no is actually safety. It's actually yeah. a way for me to stay away from things that would eventually ruin my reputation or, or hurt somebody else's in, in, in that process. So I've been very careful of what, uh, what aspects uh, of business I choose to do, and mm-hmm. monotasking and using the right tools to uh, to keep track of everything that is happening within the business, and uh, you know having Skylight Global as the as the back end brand to the marketing and the real estate and the production and the productions, uh, all of all of that allows me to run it as one company instead of looking at them as separate brands and then saying, I have to do separate marketing for each and every single one of these products. I found that, that it was almost an approach like how Google does it. You know, like there's Google Mail, Google Calendar, Google Drive. Everything is yeah. Google cross-Google brand. And that was kind of my inspiration for that as well. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. There's some great point, great pointers on there uh, that you gave about, you know, sometimes you're doing a disservice to someone by saying yes when you know that you can't give them your undivided attention and you can't give them, 
you know, really what they asked for. So, I, I mean, you know, kudos for you for for being smart enough to do that. And thank you uh, on behalf of our audience for sharing that with us. That's really, really great. Um, you are, um, uh, I mean, I see this, you know, I made, I made note of the fact that you're involved uh, with the graduating students at Ryerson's University's entrepreneurship program. That's fantastic. I I myself am a mentor with um, with Futurepreneur Canada, you know, helping young people move along. It, um, I'm sure. I just got a feeling about just the way you're, how passionate you are in in talking about your business. I'm sure you have that same passion for youth and development of entrepreneurs. Tell us a little bit more how how you give back in that area. Yeah, and you, and you must give back if you're an entrepreneur and you're in business. You must give back. It's your it's pretty much your duty, um, and that's for me, stems from my years as a martial arts instructor as well in my teenage years, spending a lot of time with children and seeing how they grow and how just two words from your mouth can change their entire focus uh, for, for, and how that, you know, that butt, flap of a butterfly wing can, can translate down the road to, uh, to a mountain of success for them. So that, I, I definitely understand the power in that and because I've had great mentors in, in my life, uh, I've, I, I definitely understand the, cycle, the cyclical nature of, of being a mentor. But with respect to the students at, at Ryerson, I, I definitely am in touch with the professors in the, in the entrepreneurship program, and mm-hmm. I, I come in from time to time to, uh, to network with them and take, take some on as interns and help them with projects that they're working on as well. Uh, yeah. I continue to mentor other uh, people, previous students of mine that I've had, uh, mm-hmm. who uh, even just today I just came over for an hour to update me on how they're doing, what they're up to. I, I, I just I give feedback. I, I help them. I give them books to read. I, I help them uh, stay, stay, stay uh, on top of it. And I, I don't charge for any of that. It, it, is, it is just a, something that I do to make sure that, uh, that there is a, a network of youth and a network of brilliance that is, that is cultured around me because you are the average of the people that are around you. And if you can't just find those people, you go and find them. If, you, if they're not around you immediately, go and seek them out. And I find that youth have tremendous energy, tremendous willpower, um, and if you can just teach them how to, to channel it, uh, they'll be your best friends for life. And I've made some wonderful friends uh, and colleagues in business just by doing this one thing, and it didn't cost me anything, and it, 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 it worked out every single time. That's phenomenal. Oh my God, that's fantastic! That's such great news. It's always inspiring to hear someone who is already successful in business made their way and is helping others make their way. I mean, quite frankly, I feel almost, you know, that that's my purpose. I mean, have you ever have you ever thought about what your own purpose in life is? I'd like to. I'm just too busy living life. I mean, every, <laughs> every day is a miracle. I open my eyes and I'm I'm at it. And it's hard to to really think. You just just have to do. Uh, it's the the philosophy of ready, fire, aim. You know, I get, love that. Get up. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a book. There's a book, ready, fire, aim. Uh, unfortunately, the author eludes me right now, but but you'll find it very easily. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, uh, a book that uh, that you can read that kind of give you a perspective on that as well. And uh, later on, I'll share the author with you after this call, just to make sure that, that the audience maybe can have it uh, in, in comments and where this, this broadcast is posted. Yeah, no, but, that'd be great. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, I want to give credit where credit is due, obviously. Absolutely. Um, 
and so I, I, I do believe that, uh, that you, you're, when you want to think about your purpose, I mean, mm-hmm. my purpose is, is, is to, is to, to, to do great things. And you can only do great things by giving back. So again, the cyclical nature, we talked about that earlier mm-hmm. with, with, uh, with having mentors and, and looking at people who uh, you respect. Well, I believe that, that in order for you to be successful and to do those great things in life, whatever, whatever iteration they may be, uh, you know, you have to have the right mindset. It all comes back down to your mindset because with, when you start with the right mindset, then you can grow into what, what one of my mentors uh, said, Corey, Corey Boltwright, uh, would men, would always tell me is the three M's, you know, mindset, mm-hmm. mechanics, then money. And it's, it's in that order for a reason. It's specifically those three M's in that order. And what people tend to do is they tend to skip the mindset and say, look, I'm motivated. Being motivated is enough. Now take me to the mechanics and show me how I can do mm-hmm. it all. And mm-hmm. that's the biggest mistake they can make. Because if you don't talk about discipline, if you don't talk mm-hmm. about your, your, your character, about what motivates you, about what gets going in the morning. How do you stay fit? How do you stay on top of the, of, of the news of your industry? How do you do it? If you don't have that right mindset when you wake up each and every day, mechanics aren't going to help you. You could buy the most expensive CRM in the world, and it won't help you. Right, okay? right. That's wow. it. So when you're discovering <laughs> your purpose, yeah, going, back, going back to your purpose, you talk about yeah. purpose, that, yeah. that's yeah. that. that is something that I've kind of just kind of shot through and, and yeah. discovered it. And then I'm just on the other side of it now, just living it. I'm living my purpose, which is a very different way of looking at what is your purpose. Cause that's your purpose brilliant. will change you, you. Today, my purpose was to mentor. That's you talked about mentoring that student, uh, that previous student of mine came, came yeah. over and, and we had a great chat today. That was my purpose for the day. So it's, it's, it's twofold. Very nice. Very nice indeed. Now, uh, you and I met um, uh, about three weeks ago at the inauguration of the Internet Marketing Association in, in, Can- and, and in Canada. Uh, and of course, uh, I was fortunate enough to have you reach out to me and, uh, and uh, invite me to that organi- organization's inauguration. And because uh, a good friend of mine, uh, John Sticks from Fibernetics, was your guest speaker, which you know, I mean, you know as well as I do why I why I think so much of him because he's such a a, a great uh, culture warrior, and uh, and I think he was uh, he was the perfect guest speaker for the inauguration of the Internet Marketing Association. That's for sure. But tell us a little bit about how IMA came together in your life, and uh, what compelled you to become its. Uh, it's kind of a front runner here in Canada. Tell us a little bit about that. Indeed, Internet Marketing Association. I know everyone thinks it's only about marketing, and that is true. There is obviously a large component about marketing and 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 what it's what it's it, what it can offer people who become members of IMA. But deep down at its core, when you break it down and you look at the way we interact with each other, what, when you look at the kind of events that we run, you'll see it's about people and it's about leadership. And I can't just talk IMA as a blank entity. It's about the people that I've connected with, namely, namely the chairman, Sinan Kanatsis, who at first was, I didn't even know was the chairman of IMA when I met him. He was just a friend that I met in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, we uh, uh, we were actually neighbors uh, in uh, at the uh, at the famous city center. Uh, we both uh, were at a homeowners association meeting, and uh, we had a meet and greet, a gathering, and, and we got to know each other very well. And this was all before I had a clue who he was and what he was up to. It right. wasn't so much much later that that he said, "Hey, would you like to to come on board?" So it was uh, what got me involved first was just the appeal, the right again going back to what's the first thing? It's mindset. Right, having right. the right mindset. Right. He had the right. He has the right mindset. At the time that I met him, which was oh god, I don't know, seven years ago now, um, he uh, he uh, definitely demonstrated to me leadership and and true friendship first. He didn't want anything from me. He didn't. He wasn't after me for anything. He didn't, you know, we we hardly knew each other, and uh, he just, you know, was very warm and welcoming. And his wife Kai was just so wonderful, and and we we got. Uh, got to know them and from that perspective uh i was able to say okay whatever you're going to do i want i want in and when he said he's bringing his uh, ima as uh, internet marketing association events to vegas and running mm-hmm. them through city center i i knew i had to be a part of it and it was a no-brainer for me so mm-hmm. that that is something that i was i've been supporting now for the last five years in a row um it's this will be my fifth year supporting them and i've haven't looked back uh, it was last year that Sion approached me and said, by the way, we're going to start developing the regional groups of IMA. Uh, we want you to run Canada. I said, how about just Ontario? <laughs> how about just the <laughs> of Ontario? You know, Canada's like, it's a, it's a big land mass. You've got the <laughs> yeah. East Coast. You've got the West Coast. In the States, you've got your your your, your East Coast and you've got your, your, your uh, Central uh, Groups and so on, but right. no, he said Canada. It's yours. Take, take it or leave it. I was like, all right. And it was, it was, it was a challenge. And I always respond to a good challenge like that. And I, uh, I told you, I'm very choosy about the products I, 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 I say yes and no to. And on right. this one, I was definitely able to say yes because, for me, you know, Internet Marketing Association re- represents the very best of who we are. And I think that the people that I've connected with have have helped me grow so much. For me to bring that to Canada and give back to the people that I do business with, my clients, mm-hmm. my colleagues, my everybody that I work with, uh, including yourself, Peter. You know, I, I, yeah. I just was so excited to bring that energy and momentum that I get from from my involvement with IMA to Canada. I, I was just absolutely honored, and it was a no-brainer for me. I just got in there and uh, and said, "Yes, let's make it happen." So we worked uh, to get this first event happening, uh, which uh, we just launched on June 18th. And finally, uh, we, we got it launched, and now we're looking forward to running multiple events throughout the year, uh, mm-hmm. keeping everybody in touch with newsletters and, and, and uh, uh, other types of fun things that we can do, not just you know, uh, speeches and vendor tables, but you know, yeah. maybe, hey, maybe let's hit a round of golf. Let's, let's, let's do some fun things Makes together. Sense. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. And, well, you know, I think that, uh, yeah, I think most successes that I've been attached to have been built by building an ecosystem, as it were, around you, and, and because you can't be everything to everyone, you know, and 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 it's great to be able to share uh, skills and capabilities and education and thought leadership and all those types of things, and I definitely sense that about the IMA. Uh, I can tell you, frankly, my first experience with you in that event was spectacular. Because I mean, I already I've made I made two or three really good hits in 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 just people that 
or just good, solid people to talk to and confer with and exchange ideas with. And, and in fact, I think one of them I, I may end up uh, working with, you know, in collaboration on on, on a project because it, we just see eye to eye on so many things. So, you know, uh, I, I, for one, am a, a big supporter of this. By the way, uh, while you were talking, I did look up the book Ready, Fire, Aim, and it's written by a chap by the name of Michael Masterson. That's Ready, it. fire, aim. Zero to 100 million in no time flat. <laughs> boy, exactly. oh boy. And that's the one. And I recognize the author. Thank you for, for, for doing oh, that. My, my pleasure. My pleasure. Now, I, I would imagine that um, um, being involved in this, in the, uh, in the IMA, um, you've, and, and I guess you actually traveled and you tried to put this thing together and, and I, I mean, I mean, there's, it seems like it's rather unusual because it isn't just centered around uh, marketing itself. It is, as you said, centered around all kinds of walks of life. Tell us about some of the crazy things that have happened to you as uh, as you've been involved with this organization and the and the kind of things you've had to put up with uh, as you've been developing it. Well, sure, and, you know, and and part of it is just all about showing up. You know, the the invites go out. You have to actually make the effort to show up, and and I found what IMA did for me more than anything else is simply expose me to the world around me of of a higher level of business and thought leadership. That is really what I did. How did it do that? It wasn't a lecture in a room. It wasn't some mm-hmm. speech. Okay, it was getting in front of certain people in certain places, and I'll give you an. A great example. I remember my first trip to California to go visit Sinan, and, and uh, he said, "Alex, you know, we're going to go uh, uh, see some interesting places together. I want to show you around." So right. my wife and I arrived in San Francisco, and we had a romantic evening there. And the next day, we were on our way down to the to Google headquarters, and we got there, and I got an in-depth view of how they they run things over there. It was really wonderful to see the actual you know Android building with all the statues of the iterations of the versions of Android out front. Uh, right. At the time, it was actually a lot of fun. They were filming their version of the Harlem Shake. You remember the Harlem Shake? Right, right. Uh, I remember uh, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was when you go if you go on YouTube and look for it. I'm standing right there behind the camera while they're filming it. It was it was just <laughs> a different way of seeing corporate culture and and seeing how right. they do it differently. And then I said, "Sinon, where to next?" And he said, "Next, we're going to Mark Zuckerberg's house." And I was like, "Okay, oh, wow, let's, let's go." So off we go to Mark Zuckerberg's personal residence in Palo Alto. Uh, we get there and there's helicopters flying overhead. There's people outside. Uh, you know, some were protesting, but but I asked, "Okay." What's the deal here? And I learned later on that uh, this is actually a monumental event that's happening in his house. It was when he donated, I believe it was $100 million to Governor Chris Christie to, of New Jersey to help his state with education. So I was there in the same room with Mark Zuckerberg and his wife, with Governor Chris Christie, Dr. Condoleezza Rice was there as well, as well as some wow. other Silicon Valley CEOs, including Drew Houston from uh, CEO of Dropbox, and I was able to uh, connect and, 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 and spend an evening with these wonderful people. And I, I just became enlightened to how, how huge and yet how small this world can really be and that, how the possibilities are truly endless. And that was a night to remember. And that was amazing because it inspired me to do greater things. 
Um, and uh, of course, that's just one of many, many places we've been. We've been to Ireland, where we sat in the Lord Mayor of Dublin's house. We have traveled to the Cayman Islands recently, where we met with Alden McLaughlin, uh, the Premier of the Cayman Islands, who was so welcoming of us, as well as uh, his staff and the and the uh, the people at the Cayman Enterprise City that we were able to connect with and 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 uh, have fun time with in the Cayman Islands. So everything has been an adventure. Everything has been a learning experience through IMA. For me, my world has been opened very wide uh, to people, to places, uh, to culture, to business practices. Uh, IMA has just simply shaped and molded me, and uh, I'm very thankful for that. That's incredible. I mean, uh, you did share with me a couple of photographs earlier on, and I did see you and uh, and Governor Christie arm in arm, pretty much. <laughs> of course, I, you know, picture you. I also, yeah, he's a big guy. Apparently, he's on a he's on uh, some kind of weight loss uh, effort too. I think uh, he, he looks a little I differently he, now. Yeah, I, I got yeah. his. He sent me a Christmas card, and and yeah, it looks a little very different. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Now I noticed uh, you you have some involvement in in taking IMA to Washington and. Uh, I saw a picture of you uh, in front of the White House, uh, for instance. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, what's going on there. Oh, so the Area Marketing Association also has a, uh, a connection to uh, governments. Uh, and in Washington, we have a lobbyist who, uh, who has uh, taken us there a couple of times. We've been, I think, on two trips uh, in the last couple of years. And during those trips, it was a very eye-opening experience because we got to sit down and meet with uh, representatives of government, congressmen. Uh, we were able to meet with a couple of senators as well. And mm -hmm. through this process, uh, because a lot of us were first-timers in Washington, the goal of that was to simply educate us on how Washington works. How does uh, somebody go and lobby for, for something, for a bill in Washington? How does that, how does uh, someone represent their interests to their to their politicians, their local politicians, and the politicians who walk the steps of 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 the Senate. How how does that work? Well, we actually got out there to the Senate. We actually went through Capitol Hill. We uh, we were invited to the Pentagon and uh, to the White House for several meetings. We are uh, looking to become members of the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, and mm -hmm. we had meetings in all in, in, in for the last couple of years, getting very familiar with that. And what that did for, for me personally was, again, opening my eyes, just like in business, I just talked about in business, it also opened my eyes to uh, how government works in the U.S., but as a Canadian, now I have a, a play, a strategy now that I could work with, uh, mm -hmm. with our, uh, our, our, our Canadian government and help them become involved with IMA and help IMA become involved with them and simply grow the network and bring business to both and make everybody prosper in the same way you did. Peter, in our event last time, you found a connection, you made it, it, it may lead to something great for you. I want to do that on an even larger scale. Uh, that mm -hmm. will involve that will involve government, and government already, I can tell you, is very much involved in what I'm doing here in Canada, and uh, I couldn't be more excited for the next uh, for the next year to come. That's terrific, absolutely. You know, I, I, I'm I sitting here listening to you, and I'm thinking about, you know. Um, I'm not suggesting for a bit there's nothing special about you, because there obviously is. I mean, but you're a, a typical guy, health club owner, martial arts guy, and you've converted yourself, transformed yourself into this globe-trotting, 
highly involved individual giving people uh, the benefit of your experience and, and of course, gleaning some real value for you and your family and anyone anyone lucky enough to be in your ecosystem. I mean, that's living proof. You know, you're just living proof that if you put your mind to something properly and you put a purpose behind what it is you're doing, that you can achieve it. I mean, speak to me on that front. Tell just. Tell me what just comes straight off the top of your head when I say that. It's the martial arts. It's just straight up. It's it's. I've been doing this since I was six years old, and it's just you know you 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 can't half do it when you're sparring with someone. You have to be involved. You have to put your mind. You have to have mindfulness, and that is the core. If you're not mm. doing something that keeps you disciplined, if you don't have an activity in your life that forces you to come out of yourself and and go for it, then you're going to have a hard time in business as well. Okay? Yeah. Some people don't have that discipline. They do very well in business. There are, there are those cases, There's no, without a doubt. But for people who are trying in a competitive market, in a niche perhaps that they've, uh, that they've been working at for, for a while and can't get through it, um, you know, discipline will play a huge factor in in your success versus failure. They call it three feet from goal. As as my uh, as I, mm. one of my mentors, uh, Corey Boer, I would say, so he uh, he had me uh, uh, understand this concept: is that you know you're you, you may be three feet from gold. You may not be, but you may be three feet from gold. And and if you are, you have to keep digging with the same passion that you did when you got started. Yeah. You can't just put the shovel over your shoulder and walk back the other way. Interestingly yeah. enough, that uh, that three feet from gold saying happens to be uh, something associated with Napoleon Hill and Think and Grow Rich, uh, which is an old, old book that uh, uh, myself and a number of people around me here are still entrenched in on a regular basis and still uh, still still read and still live by some of the quotes uh, from that famous man, that's for sure. Listen, it's not just a good uh, read. It's not just yeah, a good it's read. an amazing it's, read. It's a requirement. I, yeah, it's, no, a requirement. it's a requirement. Yeah, <laughs> and, and 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 it's and it's safe to paraphrase it anytime you like because it's full. It's filled with nuggets. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Alex, um, I just I just noticed the clock. I know that we're coming up against we're coming coming up against our uh, end time, but uh, I would like you to take uh, take a minute and tell the audience how they can get in touch with you, where they can find you, and maybe what to expect next from you uh, as, uh, as on your journey. Absolutely. So that if people want to reach to me, they can just simply email me at alex at skylightglobal.com, and I will uh, definitely try to respond as soon as possible to those emails. Uh, on the horizon, uh, Skylight Global is now venturing off into a more product-based type of solutions, and uh, we're looking at doing more physical goods and selling products via Amazon and via uh, you know, e-commerce and online uh, that way. So taking our knowledge of marketing and applying it not just as a service to help others, but also to promote products and goods. So that's, that's the next step for us, and we're very excited uh, on what's in the horizon. That's brilliant. I'm looking forward to that. I'm sure that many of our audience can't wait to see that come to fruition. Uh, thanks again for today, Alex. It's a pleasure uh, talking to you. And um, if nothing else, I hope to see you at the next IMA function. 
Most definitely. Well, thank you so much, Peter. I really appreciate you having me on your show. It's been my pleasure. Thanks very much. Okay, bye. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of Journey to Success Radio. If you or anyone you know would like to be interviewed for the show, email tom at tomtutall.com for details.